Hey guys, um, I'm coming on here to share a dream that I was given a few nights ago. Um, it was the night of the 19th. Um, I have it written in my journal right here. Oops, dropping things. I'm gonna um, read it to you guys because I don't want to miss out on anything. And um, I just really pray that that <clears throat> that you receive this message. So I'm gonna get straight into it. Um, I was on an island in a boat with many other people. So this boat was like on the island. My childhood friend was there, Bridget, and she had not changed much. She was still narcissistic, playing nice, but then switching up and being envious and distant. She was there with her boyfriend. I was there with uh, mine in the dream. But, he, but um, the guy who was my husband, boyfriend, or whatever in the dream, um, he was off doing other things. My daughter was there competing in some kind of sport tournament in a very large room. I was off with Bridget, her boyfriend, and a few other women. We were getting dressed in all these scandalous outfits. We were taking a long time, longer than we thought. At one point, I was looking in the mirror and admiring my flat stomach that had all these little flower prints from the netted flower shirt I was wearing. Then I was admiring um, parts of my body and just kind of standing in the mirror and walking around and um, just being very vain. Uh, my character was very vain in this dream. Um, I. Yeah, I'm just going to leave it at that. So I was very vain in focusing on sexuality and my appearance in the flesh. Then I knew I had been taking too long and that my boyfriend or husband was looking for me. I knew I had to get to the plane and that the plane was about to leave. Someone told me that... Um, my boyfriend or husband or whoever was looking for me. I finished getting dressed in my inappropriate outfit and ran out to the door. I had noticed that a lot of people weren't there anymore. I stopped and saw um, the man who was my uh, partner in the dream, my other, my other half. I'll explain something just after this. And I saw him on the other side of a glass door. So there was this door between us. And he had a very sad look on his face. Like he was just looking at me. And it was as if he spoke telepathically to me. Saying, why did you take so long? And I knew the plane was either leaving right then or had just left. Uh, but either way, like, I was on the inside of that door. There was, I wasn't able to get there in time. 
Now, the Lord lets me have dreams like this quite often where I'm in, like, seeing through the eyes of somebody else or in different characters. Um, one thing that the Lord had helped me with a long time ago was idolatry of appearance. I had like this stronghold <clears throat> of anxiety. I've shared this with you guys before um, where I just, I couldn't even leave the house without makeup on. I couldn't even go to a gas station without makeup on um, to the extent of where it was idolatry. Um, it was my reason for having any kind of contentment um, or peace in myself instead of me putting Christ in that place and putting Christ first. And so due to that, I had gotten rid of all my makeup. I don't wear makeup anymore, just, you know, like uh, lip balms or chapsticks because my lips get dry. Um, sorry, guys, I got crazy allergies. Um, but I know it's different for every person. Uh, different people struggle with different things. Um, so that really hit home for me um, because I remember being in that place. But not only that, I mean, just like Solomon said, all is vanity. Truly, truly all is vanity. Um, and you know, me and my husband say that jokingly but deep down we're not really joking everything in the flesh it's just it's all vanity all of it and uh idolatry beneath all of that and so in this dream this character um that i was in she was just like all glamorized um uh, makeup, just scandalous outfits, um, and, um, just did, she was admiring her, you know, little figure and, um, and all these things about herself, and <clears throat> she was joining in with the other women, and because she was putting all this focus on these material things and uh, lustful things and physical appearance, she was late and she didn't, she didn't make it in time when it was time to leave. Now the man in my dream who played my characters like husband or boyfriend or whatever, um, actually did I, uh, I need to write that down, I don't know if I, did I write that down? Yes, I did write that down. His name means descendant of the champion. Um, now, I believe that he represents the five wise virgins. Um, another brother in Christ said that he believes that he represents the bridegroom, Jesus. The way I look at it is whether he represented the bridegroom which is also extremely likely, um, or the five wise virgins. Either way, um, 
he was sad. And I, I have kind of been leaning more towards what my brother in Christ said about um, him representing the bridegroom. Um, and it's, it's, it's just sad. It's sad. And that's kind of, it's how, it's how Jesus feels and it's how we feel when we look at our brothers and sisters who are holding on to the things of this world, who are lukewarm, who are just out there making all these plans for the future and holding on to things of the world and they're not even considering the times that we're in. They're not watching. Um, it's hard watching those we love who are in the world doing this and it's even harder watching other believers um, in this lukewarm bubble where they just have no clue of what's going on around them. So, just the, the sad, distraught look on his face, it was just heartbreaking. And so, I just urge you, if there's anything you're struggling with, ask the Lord to give you strength and put it down. Walk away. Get rid of it. Nothing is worth not being with our Lord Jesus, not being taken to be with him. Um, if you're not refined now, you will be. You will be during the Great Tribulation. And I'm telling you right now, you do not want to be refined that way. You do not want to go through that refinement. So... Um, other brothers and sisters, you know, if you're like me and these things just really grieve you to the core, we can use our grief for intercessory prayer. And that's something that the Lord has been helping me with and using me for in his kingdom. Um, and so if you're kind of like on the other end and you're seeing all these sad and horrific things and, you know, you're praying to the Lord, asking him to transform your heart and let what grieves him grieve you and so on and so forth, then um, I know it's painful and it's a struggle, but the least we can do is suffer with Christ and pray because there's power in our prayers and pray for those who are struggling, who have one foot in the world and one foot seemingly with the Lord. So, <sighs> that dream, I mean, it's pretty self, it's pretty self-explanatory. I don't think I need to break it down too much, but just in case, um, I will, you know, share some of the really key details. We were all on that boat. All we were on that boat on an island surrounded by the world, surrounded by the waters and waiting for that plane to go home. Now, I'm going to read the parable of the 10 virgins. Um, if for whatever reason this video cuts out, if I don't have enough time, please go read it yourself. 
a lot of people, for whatever reason, think that the ten virgins, that the five lies um, represent the on-fire believers, and they think the five foolish represent the unbelievers, but that is not true. The five wise virgins and the five foolish virgins both are virgins. They're both loving the Lord, longing for the Lord, except the five foolish, they're not watching, they're not paying attention, they're not preparing themselves, they're slumbering, they're sleeping. So just listen, listen to this. Matthew 25, then the kingdom of heaven shall be likened to ten virgins who took their lamps and went out, went out to meet the bridegroom. Now five of them were wise and five were foolish. Those who were foolish took their lamps. They took their lamps and took no oil with them. How do you get oil? You have to be crushed. You have to go through refinement. You can't just sit on God's grace and not walk the path with him, not follow him. But the wise took oil in their vessels with their lamps. But while the bridegroom was delayed, they all slumbered and slept. So all of them, the five wise and the five foolish, they all slumbered and slept. And at midnight, a cry was heard. Behold, the bridegroom is coming, go out to meet him. Then all those virgins arose and trimmed their lamps. And the foolish said to the wise, give us some of your oil for our lamps are gone out. But the wise answered saying, no, lest there should be not enough for us and you, but go rather to those who sell and buy for yourselves. And while they went to buy, the bridegroom came and those who were ready went in with him to the wedding and the door was shut. Afterward, the other virgins came also saying, Lord, Lord, open up to us. But he answered and said, Assuredly, I say to you, I do not know you. Watch. Therefore, therefore watch. For you know neither the day nor the hour in which the Son of Man is coming. So, when the Lord was kind of bringing this to a conclusion, right? Therefore, in conclusion, watch. That is so key. How many times are we commanded in scripture to watch? It is important. And I don't know about you guys, but I know tons of Christians who are not watching. They speak of the Lord. Um, they speak of their, you know, some of them are well knowledge in scripture, but they're not following him. They're not watching the signs of the times. They think they're following him because they're praying to him and they're doing all these things that they think are right, but they don't know what's happening. They're not seeing the signs of the times. And what did the Lord call those who could discern the weather, but not the times. He called them hypocrites. So they're not watching and they're not prepared. 
So this message is very important because for whatever reason, people have it in their heads that all Christians are gonna be raptured. My husband and I live in this, this town where this, uh, this church full of you know, believers that act like they're on fire, they have it in their heads that they just think they can sit on grace and, and that every single person who believes, who, who says, I believe in Jesus, right, um, is going to be raptured. Uh, it's, it's such a strange deception that's not scriptural um, and it's it does more harm to the body because no one is being prepared they're not filling their lamps with oil when you have a lamp you have light so that you can watch and you can see around you you're watching with the lamp because it's dark there's darkness everywhere and how do you get oil? By following the Holy Spirit. How do you follow the Holy Spirit? By receiving the guidance of the Holy Spirit. What does the Holy Spirit do? The Holy Spirit convicts and comforts us. And what does conviction do? It helps us to repent and turn away. And what does the Lord say about those who love him? They follow his commands. And so if you're not turning away from the world, letting go of the world, turning away from idolatry in whatever form that could be for you, then you're lukewarm. Let the Lord convict you and humble yourself. Um, everyone who follows the Lord gets convicted about things. It's amazing how inter how it's amazing how quickly a believer can become lukewarm. The world can just suck you in, and the Lord warns us of that. Even just hanging out with people who are, you know, so deep in the world. You hang out with them long enough, you're going to get sucked into it. It's easier for you to get sucked in the world than for them to turn to Christ. So, I just pray that you are repenting, turning from idolatry, turning from the ways of the world. Everything here is going to perish. You cannot keep any of this. All your little plans for, you think your grandkids are gonna grow up and go to college and like in a world that, that you grew up in, you need to let that go. Let your, set your treasures in heaven. So I pray that, um, that for anyone who might have been falling asleep, getting comfortable in this world, holding on to these old bondages and strongholds, please turn to Jesus. Turn to Jesus.